This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Halftime Show podcast. This is the Halftime Show with Umar Adouri on Pulse 95. Salam and welcome to the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri. I'm your host covering everything sport, international and local. Hope you're having a blessed Saturday. And what a week it's been already. JD Thomas was on the show this week talking about the art of breathing and the connection between emotion and demotion. You can catch all our shows on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud and Spotify. Just type in the Halftime Show with Omar Duri and we are there. We have some incredible guests covering some amazing topics such as mental health, gut health and how the brain affects performance in sports and lifestyle. And today's show has a lot of sentimental value to me because to... To you, my guest is Yasin Kamil, a screenwriter and a novelist who's been very successful in the film industry. But he wrote the story and screenplay of the sports movie called Al Alami, which means the international, and co-wrote, voice acted, and co-art directed Bilal. Now, to you, he's all the above, but to me, he's my first cousin, my family, and my best friend who has lived the world of sports with your host on the Halftime Show. His addiction to sport inspired a movie which came to life 12 years later for a certain Liverpool world superstar and fell in and out of love with sports through his passion. Yassine Kamel is up next on the only place to be at three, the Halftime Show on Pulse 95. This is Pulse 95. Oh, he loves the fire and what a goal! This is the Halftime Show with Umar Adouri on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Halftime Show with Omar Duri. I'm your host covering everything sport, international and local. Now, on the Halftime Show, I've been extremely fortunate enough to invite some great guests from several different backgrounds. Today's guest will have a very different perspective as his creativity and mindset bring sports characters to life. That's right, you heard that right. Sports characters to life and being able to look at sports and lifestyle through his lens is a real credit to his art and profession. Yasin Kamen, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, Omar. Yassine, now let's go back in time. When did you begin your journey with sports? Well, it started uh, really early. I mean, uh, maybe at age uh, five or six. Um, and then uh, my journey with football uh, started when uh, my uncle um, made me fall in love with uh, Al-Ahli. Al-Ahli, of course, from Egypt. And then uh, it gradually grew uh, into me. And... Uh, and then uh, I, I reached, it reached my uh, reached to my peak, and um, it reached its peak. Sorry. And when I uh, when I was 18, uh, I played for um, I played as a captain for my um, my school, and then I went to college and I played as well in the, in the team in the college team back in Cairo, and uh, yeah. T- tell me more about that. Your childhood involved being active and having a dream to become a footballer and you played at these levels. Did it add a different dimension to your writing? Yeah, of course. I mean, um, I think uh, the absence of being a professional footballer made me uh, write this movie. I mean, uh, the hunger. I wanted to see it on screen. That's why Malik, uh, the hero of Al Alami, the international, um, I saw myself in him and uh, like around 60-70% of his life in the movie uh, represented me. And sports teaches you a lot of characteristics. How did it influence you personally? Uh, 
maybe uh, teamwork, I think. Um, sometimes leadership, um, sacrifice uh, for the best. And uh, yeah, and um, probably uh, timing, which is very, very, very important in football. Amazing. And you, you, you briefly spoke about Malik, the character in your movie. And coming up next, we talk to Yasin Kamel, who talks to us about the football movie that came to life 12 years later after he wrote it and how Muhammad Salah emerged on the scene to execute a real life character in his movie. On the only place to be at three, the halftime show on Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Oh, he loves the pilot! This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adori on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Wonderful! Welcome back to the Halftime Show with Omar Adori. Now, wherever you're tuning around the world, whether it's Pulse95Radio.com, 95FM Radio in the UAE, or our very own app, Sharjah Broadcasting Authority, thank you for tuning in. Remember, this show will be nothing without you guys. It's with great pleasure I welcome Yasin Kamil on the Halftime Show. Yasin, welcome. That is all mine. Uh, Yasin, your movie Al Alami, The International. Um, for me personally, I love the sport. So I was very intrigued to watch this as a fan before family. Tell me more about the movie. Uh, well, it all started, uh, it all started maybe in, in mid 2005. Uh, I saw a couple of movies uh, tackling football, but in a maybe humorous uh, way. And to be honest, I didn't like it because football is a very serious topic uh, in the Middle East and specifically in, uh, in Egypt. So I thought of writing something serious, something, uh, uh, something uh, more dramatic, uh, realistic as well. And, and it, it, uh, I started writing in mid-2005 and finished my first draft. Uh, um, mid 2007 it took me two years actually and um, and um, and and yeah that's it and and the, you know the original I don't know if you've if, if, uh, if our listeners saw the movie but uh, he's, he was supposed to die at the end of the movie but it was so dark and depressing we wanted we wanted him to live for the for the dream to 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 go on and to live so, so I think it was a good call from the director and the producer not to kill Malik at the end of the movie. Um, but um, maybe later we can, I don't know, we can, we can talk about He's He had like two dreams and uh, he was, uh, uh, he had a, a hidden addict or addiction, sorry. He had a hidden addiction and uh, it, um, it turned out to be uh, good at the end. One thing I was really interested in, in the process of creating, not just the movie, but the characters here, and you said there was a two-year gap. Did you, did you get any inspiration from, from real-life uh, athletes or characters that contributed to the movie? Yeah, I mean, um, the opening scene uh, of Al Alami was, was a huge, um, it, was, it was a big accident. And I think there was, uh, that came from a footballer called um, Yamani, uh, Mohamed Yamani. Uh, he, was, he was like on another level. He was, he was really talented and uh, he signed for a UV actually. And uh, um, on his way, he was, he was still in Cairo and he did this uh, uh, terrible accident, unfortunate accident. 
which ended his career and um, and that was that was part of the accident uh, one of Malik's um, um, uh, beside the accident enemies if, if it's uh, right to, to call that um, was his ego actually um, his arrogance and I saw that uh, with uh, certain players and when I uh, call any names now, but and uh, and uh, and the, the, they were actually um, successful players. Egyptian, they played in, in the Premier League, and because of their ego, uh, I think it um, it, it killed the, uh, their career uh, very early. That's why I think one of the reasons why um, Hamas Salah is really successful is uh, uh, his modesty and his humbleness. So so yeah. And how ironic was it for you when? You fast forward time now. The movie's already out there. You've put it out to the universe. And how ironic was it for you when Mohammed Salah relived your movie in front of your eyes? Uh, it's, it's unbelievable, honestly. It's uh, I couldn't believe that. Um, uh, when did Egypt qualify? I think it was 2017, November 17. And... And we saw them, and, and the movie was released in 2009, so we're talking about like, what, eight, nine years maybe? It was unbelievable because um, it wasn't a prediction, it was more of a dream. It was more of, um, of, of you know, Egypt, last time Egypt qualified was in 1990. And every single time Egypt uh, had to the uh, World Cup qualification, something happens. It's just, it's weird. Even even if, if it's the golden generation, remember when, when they won the African nation uh, three times in a row, uh, the Abu Treka uh, generation, even that, they were flossed. They beat Italy. They went to the, they, they did everything. And yet, when it comes to World Cup, something happens. So, um, so I, I, I couldn't, I, I really want to see that. I remember there's an article uh, released, it was released back in um, 2009 uh, in Algeria, because you remember uh, in the movie, Egypt knocked out Algeria. And in real life, uh, the opposite happened. So so I remember the, they, they called me back then, the, the article was called The Dreamer, the, the, dreaming, the dreamer or the writer who dreams of, of, and the only way that Egypt will qualify is through movies. And that really um, provoked me. And I just, when it happened, I was like, uh, I was in tears to be honest, because uh, it, it's just, it, it, it was unbelievable. And the way he qualified, it, almost similar to the, to the master scene or to the final scene uh, in the movie. Well, a couple of things there, what you said, it meant a lot to the nation. You put out the movie, Egypt beat Algeria. Then uh, you get this, uh, this letter saying that, you know, this would only happen in movies uh, from the Algerian press, uh, etc. And, and then you have to kind of face that until Mohamed Salah steps up for this penalty to be able to get them qualified. Um, how much did it mean to the nation to, to actually see after like you said since 1990 you know year-on-year year expectation and year-on-year year failure how much did it mean to the nation at that time egypt is considered one of those nations just like brazil and and uh, and and japan um egypt football in egypt is not a sport it's 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 a way of life um uh, on club level on 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 first team level um it's 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 just it was it meant a lot. I mean, uh, the country has been through a lot of ups and downs, and 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 just just it was 
it was a, 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 a breath of, of, of fresh air. So what happened was, everyone was happy the next morning. I remember there was some people smiling. People couldn't believe actually that, you know, that Egypt qualified. Finally, after what, 28 years, 28 years. So, and, 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 and you know, in Africa, Egypt is, is number one. Egypt like won, what, seven, seven, uh, seven African nations titles. So, so why, why isn't Egypt in the World Cup after all these years? Uh, thank God it happened. I hope it happens again uh, in two years, inshallah. But, um, and even though if you remember the, the, the match that made them qualify, the penalty, it, it was difficult. I mean, it, it, it was at the 93rd, I think, or 94th minute. So, so, so yeah, thank God it happened. Alhamdulillah. And you said there was a way of life. And to some people, it may even come across as an addiction. And the mindset behind the character was extremely interesting from a mental point of view. How did that relate to your personal story at the time? Okay. Um, after, I mean, after the movie was, a few years after the movie was released, well, whenever I watched the movie, um, I saw Malik, not just uh, the hero, Malik uh, the addict. Um, Malik, um, which, is, which represented me back then. Uh, back in uh, 2009, I reached my peak uh, in addiction. Uh, I don't prefer saying um, uh, intolerance because intolerance is just a symptom of addiction. So, so I, I was an addict. I was an addict uh, since, I don't know, since 96 uh, up to nine, 2009. So we're talking 15 years and uh, I'm clean now for 11 years. Wow. Coming up next, we talk to Yassine about his addiction in sport and the role it played in his life and how he has a different perspective on sport following his experience. On the only place to be at three, the halftime show on Pulse 95. This is Pulse 95. Oh, he loves the fire and what a goal! This is the halftime show with Omar Adori on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Back to the halftime show with Omar Duri. Wherever you're tuning in around the world, hope you're having a blessed Saturday. Um, I'm here with Yasin Kamil, and we're talking about uh, sport, his love for sport, his addiction to sport, and what it played a role in his movie. And now we're going to zone into the actual part. The word addiction comes quite strong when we hear it, but his addiction to sport had him in a very different state of mind. Yasin, when did you realize this wasn't healthy for you? Okay, uh, I remember Egypt versus Algeria when they played the final game in Sudan. Remember, remember, I think it was November 2009. Uh, they had to play an extra game. Um, they drew in everything, I mean, uh, goals, differences, everything, points. So, so after uh, Algeria knocked out uh, Egypt, I, ha I was going through a lot of changes in my life, personal changes. I mean. Uh, and professional changes as well and um, I almost lost someone uh, really close to me and um, I've been through let's, let's call it a, a, a dark phase or, or, or you know you know what I mean so but it was so difficult back then but even though I've been through all these uh, personal changes and and tough times the only thing I could think about is, <clears throat> sorry, is Egypt uh, getting knocked out 
so <clears throat> so I realized back then that you know I'm not okay um, I know football is important but it's, it's, it's not a priority it's still a game so I decided and you know it's time to quit uh, being just at least temporary to quit supporting the teams I used to support which were back then Al-Ahli and Arsenal Al-Ahli Egypt and Arsenal Wigner and um, and it's time to stop and pause and rethink and reprioritize everything because I, I discovered that no I'm not okay uh, and if you want to go flashback to before 2009 I used to leave work early and was a, a fresh graduate uh, to uh, catch a game a four o'clock game remember uh, on Saturdays Sometimes uh, Arsenal and Chelsea they play. I don't know why Arsenal and Chelsea usually play at that time, but I mean I, I had to attend that uh, derby, and I used to leave work early. Uh, I used to spend a lot of money, uh, unnecessary spendings on, on football, and 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 etc. etc. So so I was I was ill. Um, I remember Ahli when Ahli uh, lost to Etihad from Jeddah in the World Cup 2005, the Club World Cup. I couldn't eat for a whole day. I couldn't sleep. Um, I, I, I smashed my mobile when Arsenal got knocked out in the semi-final in Champions League. I remember United won 3-1, I think. I smashed my mobile. Uh, I left my home and I was just walking, uh, purposeless. So I was sick. I was really sick. And um, and that's not football. I mean, when I when I when I stopped. Um, um, when I when I when I started fighting this addiction, I enjoyed football even more, and I started to watch other teams and and accept um, uh, accept you know football is about winning and losing. So so I accept that uh, maybe before 2009 it was unacceptable, unacceptable for my teams to lose. Uh, so so thank God that I, I fought these demons and. Um, I'm asking you if, 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 don't call it intolerance. It's, it's, it might be an addiction, a hidden addiction, and, and you think that, oh, it's just okay, and you take it like casually, but no, it's, it's, it's a hidden addiction, just like drugs, just like other dangerous stuff. So, 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 uh, yeah, that's it. And, and how has things changed for you since your new perspective now that, you know, you've got the right balance. Uh, mashallah, you have a wonderful wife and a son. Uh, and you've kind of, you know, let's say developed your character and developed obviously your way of thinking and writing. How has that changed your perspective on sports now? Uh, maybe focus on, on the love of sport. Um, I've read uh, recently a book about uh, Cruyff. Uh, connecting our personal life or our daily life with football in a very very positive way uh, teamwork uh, um, uh, generosity everything um, unselfishness all these things that we need uh, we can link uh, football to our daily life um, so this is what I'm trying to teach my son now um, uh, and um, I'm trying to give him the really beautiful good side of football. I mean, every side has, obviously every sport has, has a beautiful and an ugly side. And since I've been through uh, both sides, uh, football has this bright side that can inspire uh, millions and millions of people. What a wonderful way to actually, you know, wrap up this, uh, this segment on addiction because 
you've kind of seen the light almost and you've identified sport in its beauty and, and almost its characteristics as we spoke about in the earlier segments. If you have any questions for Yasin Kamal, text us on 4215 at or do or slide into our DMs at uh, Omar Alduri or Pulse95 Radio on Instagram. And uh, coming up next, we put Yasin through the fire round. Now, for those who know the halftime show, sometimes I like to uh, get you know a different perspective on uh, the guest characteristics. I'm going to put them under the spotlight right after the break here on the only place to be at three, the halftime show on Pulse 95. This is Pulse 95. Oh, he loves the fire and what a goal! This is the halftime show with Omar Adori on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Salam and welcome back to the Halftime Show. I can't believe we're nearly reached full time on the Halftime Show. Um, Yassine Kamel is in the building today. Massive round of applause for Yassine Kamel. Great to have him here. Uh, we are approaching the 100 show mark. I can't believe it. It's been an incredible journey so far. Uh, and if you're just tuning into the show and you want to catch up on any of our uh, shows here on the Halftime Show, head over to Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud or Spotify and you can find the Halftime Show with Omar Duri covering some amazing guests like Yasin Kamil. And um, Yasin, this segment is called The Fire Round. Now, this is where the, I fire some topics your way and you have to answer them in as short as you can. Okay, you ready for this? Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna hit you with topics, and you tell me what's the first thing that comes to your mind. Keep it clean, yeah. <laughs> Egypt. Uh, history. Favorite sport. Football. Favorite food. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know pasta. Chicken wings. Spicy. Favorite football team. When was the last time you made someone smile? Uh, two seconds ago. <laughs> you, actually. <laughs> Mohammed Salah. Oh, hero. Bet al Haram. Oh, <laughs> childhood. Favorite subject at school? Oh, uh, Arabic. The Hills Has Eyes. <laughs> Weird movie. <laughs> If you were an athlete, what would you rather win? The Premier League with Liverpool or the Champions League, uh, sorry, or the African Nations Cup with Egypt? Oh, tough question. Um, sorry, I have to go with, uh, what was the uh, Champions League? So, cha- so Premier League with Liverpool or African Nations Cup with Egypt? Uh, Premier League with Liverpool, sorry. <laughs> sorry. I'm not a Liverpool fan, Okay, but I would rather win the Premier League. What motivates you? Um, pain. Favorite movie? Ever? Wow. Um, 12 Angry Men. Stallone or Schwarzenegger? Stallone. If you could meet one athlete, who would it be? Probably, maybe uh, Ronaldo, maybe Cristiano Ronaldo. Um, Do you celebrate when you score a goal? Sometimes I dance. (laughs) (laughs) 
I was going to ask you what your celebration is, but you told me. Uh, what kind of dance? I uh, remember uh, Anilka back in 98 or 7. Remember the chicken dance? Yeah, Nicholas Anelka, absolutely. Uh, what do you think of social media? Um, oh, wow. Um, um, can be help, helpful and oh, deceiving. All right, deceiving. Tottenham. Oh, I feel sorry for them, man. <laughs> sad. <laughs> Actually, sad. Sad in the world. If anyone could play you in a movie of your life, who would it be? Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, there's a really talented young Egyptian actor called Ahmed Malik. Definitely all the way, Ahmed Malik. And if you weren't into football for some strange reason and you got into a sport, what other sport would it be? <laughs> hey, listen, I'm not laughing at chess, you know. There's some chess uh, yeah, chess. chess players out there who, who probably are considering it a sport. Um, okay, the Premier League or the Champions League for you as a football fan, what means more to you? Uh, Champions League, I think. Champions League, yeah. Um, it's just too different because you know it's it's more of a it's a mix it's it's a group stage and a cup it's like it's like a league and a cup but uh premier league is pure just uh, points and there's a knockout stage in the league. so i don't know if it's comparing it uh, comparing them both is right but i would go for the champions league definitely definitely what do you think of pulse 95 radio <laughs> Uh, honestly, I was surprised because um, I know it's young, but it's it's you can feel the talent and uh, the, the really the energy and and it's just it's I mean it's it's different and you can see it like ten years from now, it's 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 gonna be on another level and I I, I hope I hope I'm not predicting it right because because I, I felt I mean it's. Uh, it's my second interview now, and I, I saw something, whether it's with you or with uh, Big Ass. Shout out to Big Ass, obviously, and Anna. And you know, it's it's really different, and you and energetic, and you can feel the, the positive vibes all over the place. Alhamdulillah, mashallah, mashallah. And that is full time on the Halftime Show. Thank you so much for tuning in. Wherever you are uh, around the world, we appreciate you. Remember, you can catch us every Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday, 3 to 4. Before we let our guest go, who's been incredible today, Yasin, um, are you active on social media? And if so, where can the listeners uh, you know, tune in or, or follow your progress? On Instagram, Yasin underscore Camel. That's Y-A-S-S-I-N underscore Camel, K-A-M-E-L. And you seen any, I know I want, I always want the exclusive here on the Halftime Show. Anything to watch out for in terms of your movies coming up? Yeah, I supervised uh, a screenplay called uh, The School, or Madrasa in, in, in Arabic, and uh, was written by a talented uh, writer called Rana Atufa. Uh, hopefully it'll be released late this year, maybe early next year. Uh, but uh, I have another exclusive for you. Please, let's go. Another football movie. Stop it. Yeah, it's called Daboud. Daboud is a cap is the capital of uh, an area called Nuba in Egypt. It's not the Alami part two, no, but it's it's deeper. It focuses on teamwork. Uh, it takes place like 20 years from now, so it's a bit futuristic. Um, I 
up, I would really be lucky. And I really pray and hope that uh, our talented uh, Tunisian uh, actor, superstar, his name is Azafar Al-Abdin. Uh, it's just, when, when I was writing the treatment, I saw him all over the, uh, the, the movie. So inshallah, inshallah, Rabbi, I hope uh, one day he will actually do, uh, do the main role, our hero in Dabood, inshallah. Amazing. And that is uh, full time on the halftime show. Thank you so much for tuning in, guys. Have an incredible Saturday, and we'll be with you on Monday on the halftime show. Same place in the half, Sharjah on Pulse 95. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday from 3 p.m.